Who is remembering Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Who is calling to the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? And where are they congregated to do that? They come to these circles of knowledge and they shroud these circles with their wings. Allah Akbar. Inshallah, this will be one of those circles. And the greatest of all of these uh, gifts is وَذَكَرُهُمُ اللَّهِ فِي And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the highest assembly of the malaika, He will mention those people who sit in these gatherings. Allah Azza wa Jal, your Lord. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He will mention you and inshallah mention me in these gatherings if we sit in them. Alhamdulillah. So this is an encouragement. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in Surah Al-Baqarah, فَذْكُرُونِي أَذْكُرْكُمْ Mention me, remember me, and I will remember you. Now, and uh, after that, inshallah, we want to thank the management of this masjid. We want to thank the imma and, and the teachers and the musallim of this masjid for uh, bringing us for this program for this weekend. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless you. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala put barakah in all of the programs and make this masjid, Masjid Salam, a beacon of light for the whole community. Allahumma ameen. As for what our topic is, we want to speak about ahamiyat al-waqt, the importance of time and benefiting from our time. Because this is the most thing that we are wasting on, on today. The most thing we are wasting is time. And by the end of this lecture, we want to understand that we're wasting time. And that means we're wasting our own selves. Because we are only time. We are only a number of days until we reach, reach our grave. We reach our death. All of us have an expiration date. Now, to begin, to show the importance of time, my brothers and sisters, there are places in the Quran, many places in the Quran which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He swears by the time. Is that not correct? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He says what? وَاللَّيْلِ إِذَا يَغْشَى Allah is swearing by what here? وَاللَّيْلِ Right? This wow is called wow al-qasam. This is the wow of swearing. Allah says وَاللَّيْلِ Allah is swearing by the what? What is He swearing by? The night time. Right? وَالنَّهَارِ إِذَا تَجَلَّى Allah is swearing by the nahar here. Nahar is what? The morning time, right? The daytime, right? Morning time. That's another place Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala swear. What's another place in the Quran Allah is swearing by time? That's the main one. Before that. Huh? The beginning of the morning. Many of us have memorized the surah. Allah is swearing by the beginning of the morning. Another time, another place. Wal-Fajr. And the dawn. Right? Allah is swearing by these times. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He does not swear by anything except that it's what? Huh? Anything Allah swears by is what? Azim. It's important. Azim. Allah is putting on, making us pay attention to it. It's something great and it's from His creations. Can we swear by the creation? We can't swear by the creation. Allah can swear by the creation. And when Allah swears by His creation, He's swearing by and He's pointing to how great they are. And as you guys have all said, all together, Allah is swearing by the time here. Now, it points to the greatness of the time and how we have to take advantage of the time. And how we have to benefit from our time. Because the time will slip from us. And we will be in loss. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, well, By the time mankind will surely be in loss. And every single day, if we're not doing what we're supposed to do, we will be losing out. Every single day we're not doing what we're supposed to do, we will be losing out. As the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, a famous hadith, he said, Ni'matani. Two blessings, two blessings. Most people, they will lose out on those blessings. They will not benefit from it. Mazbunun meaning they lost. They didn't get the, be the best end of the deal, right? They were the loser in the deal, right? 
two of these blessings, most people, they will not get the, the benefit of them. They will lose out in them, which is as-sihhatu wal-faraq, good health and free time. And, and the elders, they can tell you that. And the older brothers and sisters, they can tell you that. When do you start appreciating your health? When you do what? When you get sick, right? That's when you appreciate it. The Shabbat, we're young, we don't appreciate We think we're going to be healthy and running and jumping. The kids are playing basketball today. You think I'll be doing that forever? No, it's going to be a time your back is going to be hurting. Your knees going to be cracking. Now, right? The Siha, they said the, the Siha is a crown, or good health is a crown that only the sick people can see, right? Good health is a crown, right? That the people who are healthy, they wear it, but only the sick people can see it. You understand this example? Now, well, Farah also, yani free time. People do not benefit from their free time until they become what? Busy. Until Busy. you get married, and you have a wife, awlad, children, climbing on you every second. This one needs food, this one needs to be played with. This one, they get older, the needs get bigger, the responsibilities get more. Now the one child becomes two, the two become three, right? You have a job that you have to put in 40 hours every week, right? You have to prepare for that. You want to do something for yourself, but you come back, you're tired, and you got responsibilities now. You're busy now, right? Now you say, SubhanAllah, I was young. I had these years, 15 years of free time. I didn't use it. I wasted it in lahu. I wasted it in entertainment, and playing, and watching videos, and looking at Instagram, and looking and playing video games all night, and then sleeping from Fajr all the way to Duhur, right? Huh? And the free time goes, right? And the Muslim, my brothers and sisters, we are not... We don't, we, we can't do this. More than everybody else. More than everybody else, we cannot waste our time. Wallahi, the Muslims should be diligent. They should be haris, meaning very diligent upon khair, upon good, every single second of the day. Why do I say this? What is our main purpose of the life? What is our main purpose that we're here for? Worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Who give me an ayah? So the dariyat. وَمَا خَلَقْتُ جِنَّةُ وَالْإِنسَ إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُونَ أَحْسَنْتَ You did good. I have not created the mankind or the jinn kind except to worship me. So our main purpose and our main job is to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We have five faraid every single day. خَبْزُ الصَّلَوَاتِ كُلُّ يُوْمُ Every single day we have five salawat. We have to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We have to make tahara. We have to fast in Ramadan. We have to abstain from sin and, and, and prohibitions. We have to try to do good. We have to try to do khair. We have work to do for our akhirah every single day, and that's more important. And the hereafter is better and everlasting, right? So we have work to do for the akhirah every single day. The person who's just following his desires, and he's not worried about no akhirah, is he have to work for the akhirah? Is he working for the akhirah? No. He is not worried about the akhirah. He's just worried about the dunya, right? So you as a Muslim, right, you have another job on top of everybody else. All other people, right? They're running for this dunya. They're just working for this dunya. All of us here, we have to work for the dunya as well. But they're just working for this dunya. You work for the akhirah, and also you have to work for the dunya as well. You have to work for the dunya as well. We're not supposed to be here and be wa'atilin. We have nothing, no knowledge, no money, no wealth, no job. No, we have to work here for this dunya as well. Allah said in Surah Al-Qasas, وَلَا تَنْسَى نَصِيبَكَ مِنَ dunya. Don't forget your portion of the worldly life. He said, if the Qiyamah, Yom Al-Qiyamah, look at the example the Prophet has painted for us. If Yom Al-Qiyamah was to come, and one of your hands you have a seed, he said, do what with that seed? Huh? He said, plant it. Meaning, we're supposed to be progressive here in the world life as well. We should be progressive. 
We should be moving forward. We should be learning. We should be developing. We should be building, right? Islam does not only call us to just worship in the corner. No. It calls us to full life. I have not left anything out of this book. Our deen is great. And our deen has, does not leave anything. Okay? So to go back to my point on why us as believers, we cannot waste time. What is my point? That we are working for the akhirah firstly, and we're also here in this dunya and we have to work for it. That means that we have to work twice as hard as what? Everybody else, correct? That means we have to work twice as hard as everybody else if we're going to prosper. Or else the people are going to go past us, right? And you're going to lose out in this dunya and you're going to lose out in the akhirah. If you're sleeping and playing and wasting time, you young guys, you have to get more mature. Wallahi, yani you guys think the, 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 teenage, the teenage years, right? That's only fun. That's a new invention. They didn't have teenage years before. They had qabl bulu, yani before you become a man or a woman and after. That's all it was before in the previous years, in the previous nations. But we came and we made up this murahideen, yani teenage years, right? So you can waste your time and still think that you're just a big kid. La. As soon as you go to puberty, Islamically, you are a man and you are a woman, right? You have to act like that. You got to be serious. Wallahi, you guys could do so much. You can achieve so much. You have, no, you have no big job. You have no big responsibilities, no family, no big pressure. You could develop yourself. You can learn. You can build. You can grow so much. But we're playing so much because I have time. I'm still a kid. You're not a kid. You are a grown man and you're a grown woman. And you gotta start looking at yourself. And you see the previous, in some countries even today, a child maybe 10 years old, 11 years old, they're going doing grown people work, right or wrong? In some of the poor countries, their parents need help. You have a child 10, 11 years old, going doing grown people work, bringing money back to the house. Allah, some of our children and our youth, we're afraid to even send them to the store by themselves, 15, 16 years old. We're afraid for them to go into the store and bring back something to the house. Because they, don't, they have not shown responsibility. They have not shown maturity, right? So the adults don't have yani, uh, a They don't have, uh, what's the word? Uh, what's that? No, they don't have, uh, they don't trust them. Because they, they haven't shown that I'm a responsible young man, I'm a responsible young woman. You understand? So going back to the topic of our time and benefiting from our time, the Prophet ﷺ, he has told us that our creation, right, we form in our stomach, our mother's womb for a period of 120 days. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he sends a medic to us. And I think you guys are going over, I don't know we here, right? I believe it's one of the hadiths, maybe you reach it or not. And that medic is commanded with four things. Out of those four things is بِرِسْقِهِ وَأَجَلِهِ is to write down that person, that human being's risk, his sustenance, every single morsel, every single drop of water, every single morsel of food you eat, every single sustenance you get for your life. Right? And also, his lifespan. How long are you going to live? It's Magdur. It is decreed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Do you know it? Who knows how long they're going to live? You know how long you're going to live? Wallahi. The Shabbat, they think they're going to live long. I'm going to start praying when I get this age. I'm going to start taking my life serious when I get this age. I'm going to make Hajj when I get this age. I had a cousin, right, in Sudan, 16 years old, a few years ago. He went with his friends to go to the Nile River and go for a swim. Go hang out. Enjoy himself. 
Him and his friends, just like you guys go and play basketball. Their front day, they go swim in the river, right? Wallahi tallahi billah. He went in the river that day. He was thinking he was going to come back, probably planned his night out. They're going to go drink this, go drink mango juice, play this game, right? He went in that river and he never made it out. He was he drowned in the river. He drowned in the river. May Allah have mercy on his soul, right? So the Shabbat, you think your, your lifespan is maqdoor, it's decreed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and it's short also. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he generalized and he said the lifespan of my ummah is between sitin wa sabareen. You know how short that is? He said the general age of my ummah is between 60 and 70 years old. And he said, وَقَلِيلٌ مَنْ يُجَاوِزْ ذلك. And he said only a few people will get past that. Submit to Adil Karam. Did you hear what the Prophet said? The lifespan, the general lifespan of my ummah. We don't know how long the ummah is going to last. We don't know when the end of time is going to be. But the Prophet said, he's the last Nabi. And he's saying, right, for this last ummah, until Yawm Al-Qiyamah, the lifespan will be between 60 and 70. And only a few people will get past that. Now I'm going to tell you something else. If you live 60 years and you slept 8 hours a day, you, you guys all do this math, right? So let you know how much time we really don't have. If you live 60 years and you slept 8 hours a day, right? How long did you sleep in that 60 years? 20 years of sleep. Allahu Akbar. 20 years of sleep. If you live 60 years and you, and you slept 8 hours a day, that's a third of your day. That means 20 years you were sleeping. SubhanAllah. Now, you're left with the other 40, 40, uh, 40 years. If half your day, look at your screen time. How much screen time you have on your phone? You know screen time, right? If you put for the other time, right? You're working or going to school or something like this, whatever, that's another 20 years. If your screen time is what? You put in four or five hours, six hours to screen time, looking at Instagram, or looking at Facebook, or looking at TikTok, and playing video games all night, right? That's another 20 years you wasted. You wasted your life, right? I want us to understand that. We're wasting our time and we're wasting our life and we're wasting our opportunity to grow and develop and be beneficial. You think your parents are not waiting for you? You think your parents are not waiting for you to come back and help? Or you think it's going to be Baba for the rest of our life? He's going to be feeding us and clothing us and putting us in the house. What time, when are you going to grow up and help your father? We don't think like that in America. Back home, they think, they think like that. They get pressured. That's why you see the men here who came here and the women when they came here, they think different. They think about providing all the time. Us growing up in this country, we want to just take. We just want to take, right? When are you going to say, hey, Baba, sit, don't work no more. Abby, don't, don't work no more. I'll take care of you. Don't worry about it. I want to get you something. I'm going to help you. We're not thinking about that. And even when we get something, we want to do it for ourselves, right? The Ummah is waiting for you. Don't think less of yourself. You're important. Your family is waiting for you. Your brothers, your sisters. The next generation is waiting for you. You guys are the next leaders of tomorrow. If you guys are not working hard and have taken advantage of your time and benefiting from your time and developing in your deen and your dunya, then who's going to be the leaders of the next generation? Huh? Who's going to be the leaders of the next generation? Who's going to be the imam and the khatib? And who's going to be the, the leaders of the household, leaders of the community? Who's going to be it? Right? If you guys playing, waiting for the next person to come and do it. Right? No. You have to benefit from your time. And listen, also, another narration. This time, my brothers and sisters, is not free. It's not free either. We're going to be asked about it. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to ask us about this time. I give you authentic narration. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, لا تزولوا قدم عبد 
يوم القيامة حتى يسألوا عن أربع. He said صلى الله عليه وسلم الحديث مخيف جدا. It's a frightening hadith. He said the day of judgment, the son of Adam. He said he said the day of judgment, there will be no slave's feet will move even an inch, left or right. We will come يوم القيامة. We stand before Allah سبحانه وتعالى, and our feet will not move an inch until we are asked about four matters. We are asked about four things. The first of these two matters have to deal with exactly what we're talking about, time. The first thing you'll be asked about, an umrihi fi ma on his time, how did he consume it? On his life, your whole life. Allah will ask you about your whole life. Now everybody, you think about yourself. What are you spending your days and your nights and your weeks and your months doing? What are you doing with your life? Because you're going to be asked about it, right? What are you doing with your life? What are you spending your time doing? If Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala was to ask you about your life right now, what are you going to say? I spent my life doing. Playing, sleeping, hanging out, entertaining myself, scrolling on Instagram and looking at reels and shorts on YouTube. Huh? Is that a virtuous life? Is that virtuous? Right? Are people going to remember you and say, MashaAllah, this brother, this sister, they were a good person. When you were gone, are the people going to talk about you and, and speak about you and the things you did? Or are you just going to go with the time? Huh? Our life, our whole life, we're going to be asked about it. Before we move an inch left and right, our whole life is going to be asked about We're going to be asked about that. What's going to be your legacy? Wallahi tallahi billahi. You know one of the reasons why Allah, so one of the means that was guidance for me? Wallahi, true story. One of the means that was guidance for me when I was maybe around you guys' age or a little older, right? Because I wasn't always in the masjid. I wasn't always in the Quran school. I didn't grow up in the, the Islamic madrasa. No, none of that, right? One time I went to a masjid for Jumu'ah. And may Allah bless the khatib. Say Amin. I remember in the khutbah, Wallahi tallahi billahi, I don't remember nothing he said except one thing. He said, what is going to be your legacy? Huh? What is going to be your legacy? You know what legacy means, right? What are you going to be remembered for? What is going to be your legacy? Wallahi tallahi billahi. At that time, he affected my heart so much, I didn't remember nothing he said. And all I remember was that speech. What is going to be my legacy? What am I going to leave behind? What are my children going to remember me for? What is my family going to remember me for? And that word stuck in my head. That's the benefit of da'wah. You say something, right? You may change somebody's life. This man went and he won his life. I didn't give him salam. He didn't know me. I didn't know him. But he affected and changed my life with one word, right? And I want to give that same thing to you. What is going to be your legacy? Huh? What are you going to be remembered by, right? If you don't take advantage of your time, and you don't start working, and you don't benefit every single day, every single day, benefit, doing beneficial things, using every hour and every minute in benefit. As the Prophet said, Be diligent and strive and work hard upon that which benefits you. If you're not doing this, don't think you're going to be somebody who's going to be remembered for good. You're not going to be remembered for anything. You're not going to be the one you, people, you come to the door, the people say, MashaAllah, so-and-so has arrived. You're not going to be that person. No, you're going to go unnoticed. You understand? So the Prophet ﷺ, he said, the people's feet, the slaves' feet, will not move in their judgment until he's asked about four things of those things. And umrihi fi ma'afna, upon his whole life, how did he consume his life? The next thing, this was a general statement. The next statement the Prophet ﷺ made, he said, وَعَنْ شَبَابِهِ fi ma'abla, And this pertains to all of your youth. And upon his youth, upon his youth, how did he wear it out? And the youth here 
is known or was understood to be a time of strength, to be a time of free, not a lack of responsibility, being a time of having a sharp mind, right? Strength, energy, being a time of having enthusiasm. When you're young, you think you could do so much, right? When you get older, you understand your limits and you, and, and you, and you think about the negatives. When you're getting ready to get into something, when you get older, you start thinking about the negatives even before the positives, right? When you get older, you said, no, that's, I'm not going to do that because one, two, three, four, and five, it's not going to work. But when you're young, you think only about the positives, right? When you're young, you're more enthusiastic. You're ready to take on big challenges when you're young. The older you get, the more you stay in your lane and you do that thing that you're able to do, and that's it. You don't go out of your boundaries. When you're young, you're enthusiastic and you're ready to take, off to take on the world, right? So this Shabab, this youth, we're going to be asked about. It's a gift from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. How did you wear your youth out? Because your youth is going to get worn out. You understand? That youth, mashallah, full hair of head, oh, full, full, full head of hair. Right? MashaAllah, tabarakallah. A lot of you have full head, full head of black hair. MashaAllah, tabarakallah. That head, that black hair is going to turn gray. Huh? That black, black hair is going to turn gray. Right? And also that full head of hair, right? You're going to start seeing some balding here. Give it a few years. You're not going to stay the same. Right? You guys playing ball, jumping, running, doing all this without even stretching? No. Before you get on the court, Abu Abdullah, what are you going to have to do? You're going to have to start stretching. Give me a second, bro. Right? Let me get my stretch on. You're not going to come brand no cold like you guys. You guys don't care about stretching and getting warm up. Right? Because you can do that. Your muscles are loose. You start getting older, the muscles get tight, the back get tight, knees start hurting. Right? Got old injuries from the past. Right? Still with you. Never left you. Now, the creation, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and this is something to take, take as a ibrah, as something to, a lesson. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He makes the creation go up like this, it reaches its peak, and then it starts to go down. Is that not correct? The creation begins like this, it gets, it goes to its height, it goes to its peak. Every single thing in this dunya, nothing in this dunya remains at its best. It gets to its best, and then it starts to decline because there's nothing that is perfect except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He says, he said, whoever we give life to, we give him years, he will start to recline or he will start to digress in his creation. Whoever we give life to, we will begin to digress in his creation. Don't think you will be young and vibrant and, and full of energy, right? Like you are not forever. No. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says in Surah Al-Rum, Allah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says, he is the one who creates you from weakness. You see the baby? Huh? You see the young child? Weak, right? Can't even walk when it comes out the womb, right? You put food in front of the baby, the baby can't take the food that's beneficial for it and put it to its mouth. Can't even feed itself with that which is beneficial for itself. The baby doesn't even know its own name. SubhanAllah Al-Azim. Muscles weak, body weak, only fat, right? Allah creates us from weakness. And then you get older. You, you, you get the breast milk from your mother. You get stronger. You get more intelligent, right? And then you reach your peak. You reach your kuwa. You reach your shabab, right? You reach your time of strength and energy and intelligence and sharp mind, right? You ever say, oh, they shabab, they have quick minds. Their mind is sharp. That's true. There you are. That's why this is a time for you to develop and learn. And for you guys not trying to learn, you're, you're doing like this, 
service to yourself. It's the time for you to learn. Nothing you're going to learn when you get older, you'll be too busy to learn. You might not have the energy or enthusiasm, this is the time, right? Allah is the one who created mankind from weakness. And then after weakness, He makes mankind or He makes the creation strong. This is the youth, right? This is the youth. This is the time you take advantage. This is the time you work hard. This is the time you, you develop. This is the time you learn. This is the time you help. This is the time you do activity. This is the time you want to go make hajj, right? This is the time you want to go make hajj. This is the time you want to fast, right? Yeah, I need somebody, I, I watched a, a lecture of a man, he was speaking about the young people saying, I'm going to make hajj when I'm 50 and 60. Have you ever seen the old people make hajj? Whoever has been there and made hajj, you make umrah, right? You know how difficult it is for them? Sahab Jiddah, they old, it's hot. Many of them now, because they go in an old age, they have to be pushed on a wheelchair. You ever seen that? They had to get pushed on a wheelchair. Why not go when you're young? Right? Why not go on you young? Wallah, I know a young man, he was in Ramadan. And we know Ramadan, the Hajj season is right around the corner, two months, right? And we're gonna get back to the eye also, okay? Young man, in Ramadan, at this time, I think, I believe he's 22 years old. 22 years old, or 23. And he heard the Sheikh speaking about going to make Hajj and how the young people, they delay the Khair, and they say, I'm gonna do it on 50 and 60, right? At that time, he heard that speech and it affected his heart. And he said, Ya Allah. He said, Ya Allah, allow me to make hajj. This is Ramadan. Every single sujood. We know the sujood. The closer you be to your Lord when you are in a state of what? Prostration, sujood. So every sujood, he asked Allah to make, give him hajj. At this time, he did not have the money for hajj. And this was years ago, right? This was maybe, subhanAllah, maybe like seven, eight years ago, the hajj wasn't as expensive as it is now. I think it was maybe $8,000 or something, or 8500 right? No, no, this is before. Talking about 70 years ago. Oh, okay. So at that time, I believe he had like $2,000. He made every sujood, every time, Ya Allah, allow me to make hajj. Ya Allah, allow me to make hajj. This hajj campaign or group came, said you could put a down payment, 2500 He goes, he puts the down payment after Ramadan, 2500 And then when it's time to leave for, Ramadan, uh, for, for hajj, he puts another a payment down, and they let him go to Hajj. He didn't have to make all the payment, right? And he went and made the Hajj. The point I'm trying to say is what? He took advantage of his Shabbat. He took advantage of his youth. He wasn't waiting and delaying the Hajj. And now, alhamdulillah, that money, that was all his money, Allah replaced that for him maybe 10, 20, 30, 40 times. Got married, got a car, traveled, does a business, right? Right? Allah will give it back to you. Allah will increase you, right? Take advantage of your Shabbat. Let's go back to the ayah. Allah is the one who created you from weakness. And then He, after weakness, He makes you strong. That's the time of youth. That's the time to take advantage. Right? You right now, in your Shabbat, you are shaping, you know pottery? You know pottery, right? You put your hand on the pottery, it's moving, and you're shaping something. Right? You're shaping something. You right now, you're shaping yourself. The pottery, right? It's like subhanAllah al the pottery is moving, it's spinning, it's wet, the clay is still wet. It didn't get hard yet. It didn't get hard yet. Right now you're shaping your own self with the pottery, right? And that's how much work you put in or how less work you put in. And then after a while, it's gonna become hard and there's no changing it no more. You are who you are. 
You are who you are. You reach a certain age, and even in da'wah, yani we like to give da'wah to the youth because the youth, we can change. When you reach a certain age, subhanAllah, you will come and give the best da'wah. You could be Sheikh Islam and Taymiyyah. A person who reach a certain age, if you don't want to hear it, you don't want to hear it. It's hard to change a person when they reach a certain age. But you can develop yourself. You can change for the better. You understand? Now, then, after that time of strength, what happens? He puts them back to weakness. Weakness and gray hair, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says. And that's the reality for all of us. That's the reality for every single one of us. And la mahala. There's no way of getting away from it. If Allah gives you life, you're going to go up and then you're going to come down. You understand? So the best thing for you is to take advantage of the shabab as the Prophet Allah said, he said, ikhtaram khamsan qabla khams. Take advantage of five things before five things come to you. Let's get the five real quick. What was the five things the Prophet Allah mentioned? Huh? Shabab qabla haramik. Your youth before you become old. What else? Huh? Faragik qabla shuglik. Your free time before you come? Busy. What else? Your health before you become sick. What else? Your wealth. Your wealth before you become poor. I know people who had a lot of money. A lot of money. And then they became broke. You know that? Wallahi, I know people who had a lot of money. Right? Even now, I was just speaking to a brother. I was just speaking to a brother who's a millionaire. I was speaking to a brother who's a millionaire. Millionaires, they know millionaires. Wallahi, and I'm Sudanese also. I deal with, I have a charity in Sudan. And I was talking to a brother in the Haram. It's just real talk, it's a real conversation. Right? I was speaking to a brother who's rich and he was in the Haram. He had to leave his, he had to leave Sudan and come to Saudiya because of, we know the problem in Sudan, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it easy on the people of Sudan. Allah mean. He talked about, yeah, and his friend, right? Who was rich as well. You know the rich businessmen, they're friends with each other. He said, after this Haram, or in the beginning of this house, he lost all his wealth. Can you imagine from going to rich to going to poor? And now he had to go and work in a company of his friend. He went from being a boss who had millions to now having to go work in a company as a worker. Can you believe that? Right? Your wealth before you become poor. SubhanAllah Look how the life changes. Perfect is the one who changes conditions from condition to condition. Right? You could be up and then you could be down. Now, so get back to the topic of our Shabab and our youth, right? I want to give us, inshallah, before we finish, I want to give us five points on how to take advantage of our youth, or how to take advantage of our time, excuse me. How to take advantage of our time. Number one, right? And everybody, count them out with me, and we're going to go back to them, inshallah. We're going to review them. Count them with me, remember them, right? And we're going to review these five points. Can you close the door in the back, please? Number one, number one on taking advantage of our time and benefiting from our time is to value your time, right? Is to value your time itself. If you don't value the time and you don't look at the time as expensive and valuable, you're going to waste it. If you say, I got a few hours, man, it's nothing, no, no problem. I can sleep another three hours, four hours. If you don't value the time, you're not going to benefit from it, right? There's a speech... Abul Hassan al-Basri, he said, Yabna Adam, and remember this for the rest of your lives. Yabna Adam, anta ayyam, idha dahaba yawmuka, dahaba ba'du. Oh son of Adam, you are just a number of days. Listen to this. 
Tawfiq, I'm Abdurrahman, I'm Muhammad, I'm Aisha, I'm Fatima, I'm this and that. He said, oh, son of Adam, you're just dates. Right? In reality, we are just dates. He said, إِذَا ذَهَبَ يَوْمُكَ ذَهَبَ بَعْضُكَ If your day leaves you, then a piece of you has left you as well. Right? If your day leaves you, then a piece of you has left you as well. I want you to ask yourself, and I ask you right now, when we waste time, we waste our night, when we play video games all night, when we waste our morning, and we waste, we, we spend an hour, two hours scrolling on Facebook or scrolling on Instagram or something like this. When we waste that time, how do you feel? Do you feel like you wasted yourself? Do you feel like that or it's all good? Do you feel like badly? SubhanAllah, why do I waste my time? Look at this nonsense. Why do I waste my time sleeping 11 hours, 12 hours in a day? How we sleep so long, right? How do I, why do I waste my time scrolling on Instagram? Why do I waste my time the whole night that I'm supposed to be sleeping and getting the energy to get up and worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and go benefit myself? Why do I waste my time playing video games all night? How do you feel when you do that? Because the way you should feel is very bad. Because you didn't only waste the time, rather you wasted yourself. You understand this point? O son of Adam, you are just days. If your, daily, if, your if your day leaves you, then a piece of you has left you. Right? Remember this narration. He also said, dunya ayam. The dunya is three days. This worldly life is just three days. He said, ams, As far as yesterday, Everything in it is gone. You can't go back to yesterday. Right? You can't go back to yesterday. Yesterday is done. You can't get it again. Some of us, we did some things. We had some accomplishments. I did that and I did this. That's done. It's over. Right? I, I, I earned this and I earned that and I did this and we live it in the past. Now, everything that you did yesterday, that's over. What are you doing today? Huh? Because an ever or... Is uh, what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala judges on is upon the ending. Not what you did 10 years ago or 5 years ago. No, that's done, that's over. How are you doing right now and how are you going to die? Right? He said, as far as yesterday, everything in it is done. As far as tomorrow, as far as tomorrow, maybe what? You won't even meet it. Who knows that we're going to be here tomorrow? Put your hand up. Who knows that we're going to be here tomorrow? Go ahead, I'm waiting for you. Who knows we're gonna be here tomorrow? Huh? Ayo. Who knows we're gonna be here tomorrow? No one knows. So tomorrow that we say all the time, I'm gonna do it tomorrow. Alright? Who wanna memorize the Quran? Huh? So memorize the Quran, right? When are you gonna start working after Fajr? Huh? When are you gonna start sacrificing your Fajr? Huh? Keep sleeping every Fajr. How are you gonna get it? Right? You have your free time, you keep playing. When are you gonna pick up the Mus'haf? When are you gonna sit with the Durus? Where you gonna sit with the chef and to fix your tilawa and fix your makharaj al-huruf and learn how to recorrect? When are you gonna do that? Huh? Who wants to learn the Arabic language? When are you gonna start sitting? Right? When are you gonna start studying? When are you start using your resources? Right? Who wants to make a business? Hmm? Nobody wanna make a business? MashaAllah. May Allah unique, inshaAllah. May Allah make you rich, inshaAllah. I think the mic died. Huh? They trying to get me off the stage, right? <laughs> Alright, good? Okay. And Yani, everything we're saying tomorrow I'm going to do, tomorrow I'm going to do it, you don't know tomorrow's going to come. So what is the next speech? As far as today, it's for you. You all here today. We all here today. MashaAllah What did you do today? And it's not saying that you have to do a whole lot. It's not saying you have to do a whole lot. 
But what we're saying is, do something every single day. And inshallah, if you do something every single day, you're going to achieve. If you are dedicated and you're consistent, even as a little bit, you have your schedule, you have your work, you have your school, whatever it may be. If you're consistent in the khair, you are going to achieve the kulli mujtahid in nasib. For every hard-working person, they will achieve something. So that is the first one, value your time. Number two, this is advice for all my brothers and sisters. A way that we can value our time is to have early nights and early mornings. Early nights and early mornings. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam naha al-kalam ba'd al-isha. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he prohibited unnecessary speech after Salat al-isha. Wasting our time after Salat al-isha and unnecessary speech. Why? And it's not haram, but it's dislike. Why? Lish. Waste your night, which will be a means of what? The way you are the next morning. Because remember, the morning starts from when? The night. That's when the morning starts. Right? So we want to have a good, fresh, beneficial morning. We have to have what? A good night as well. That's what we make the wudu. We make winter. Right? Before we go to sleep, we make the adhikar. Right? From the sunnah. We read Quran before we go to sleep. And we try to sleep at a good time. Especially now, in the summertime, when the night is very short. If you don't sleep at a good time, definitely you're not going to benefit from your morning because you're going to be tired and groggy, right? So having an early beneficial night and then waking up early with Qiyam al that's the best time to wake up, right? Qiyam al is the best. يَنزِلُ رَبُّنَا تَبَارَكُ وَتَعَالِ لَسَّمَاءَ الدُّنْيَا كُلَّ لَيْلَةٍ حِينَ يَبْقَى ثُلُّ الْآخِرِ Your Lord descends to the lowest heaven in a decision that befits His majesty every single night and the last of the night, saying, who will call on me so I can give Him? Who will ask me for something so I can give it to him? Who will call on me so I can answer him? Who will, call, who will ask me for something so I can give it to him? Who will seek forgiveness from me so I can forgive him? Right? And if we can't get that, definitely Salat al-Fajr. Definitely Salat al-Fajr. And then after you make the Salat al-Fajr, and you begin with the remembrance of your Lord, and you make your adhkar, as the Prophet said, he will sit from the Fajr all the way to Shuruq. After that, you go and you do whatever you have to do. And you work at whatever you have to work. And that time, my brothers and sisters, is Mubarak. If you have goals, if you have objectives, and you're not using this time, you're not serious. You understand this? If you're not using this early time, you're not serious about your goals. Because this is the most blessed time of the day. And that's not my speech, that's the speech of Muhammad sallallahu As he said, Bulika li ummati fi My ummah has been blessed in the early morning. You want to achieve something, you want to learn something, you want to build something, you want to develop, that's the time to do it. You understand? And the only way we're going to achieve that time and benefit from that time is if we get to sleep on time. Now, so that's the next advice. Number three is to always keep yourself busy with khair. Never have idle time. Right? Right? If you became free, give your time to your Lord. Right? Never have idle time when you say, I don't have nothing to do. No, the Muslim always has something to do. <clears throat> if you have nothing to do in the world of life, you have dhikr, you have read of Quran, you have dua, you have listened to some type of khair to benefit yourself. Why? Imam Shafi'i, rahimahullah ta'ala, he said, Nafsuka, illam tushdilha bilhaq, shadalatka bilbaatin. He said, your soul, your nafs, yourself. If you do not busy it with the truth, if you're not busy with khair, with goodness, shagalatka bil batil, it will busy you with falsehood. Huh? You start sitting right over nothing to do, what starts happening? You start rapping that old song you used to listen to, right? Remember that old beat start popping in your head, right? You start rapping it too. Nobody looking, it's alright. Right? 
And when the other billah, you say in the lyrics of this 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 person or this rapper or so on and so forth, wasting your time and maybe beginning to sit with the other billah. No? Or you start thinking about something that you shouldn't be thinking about. Right? Because a nafs in the nafs of amaratun bisu, your soul, as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, it constantly commands with the evil. So you have to what? Keep yourself busy with khir. Never have I have, oh, I have idle time. I've never, no, always keep yourself busy with good. You know what to do? Oh, pick up the mushaf. You don't have the mushaf with you? You should have the mushaf on your phone. Make dhikr. Subhanallah bihamdi, subhanallah alim. Right? Go look something up. MashaAllah, you got the phone and the internet is right in front of you. You can look up some information. Look up some knowledge. Read something. Everyone, and I advise my brothers all the time, make sure you have a book that you're reading. What happened to reading? Right? It's not cool to read no more? Huh? Make sure you have a book. All of us should have a book. And you should always go to that book and read that book. And then you finish it. And if you've read that book one time, go back and read it again if it was beneficial. And go get points from it. Right? And make, make lines. And make... Uh, Get a highlighter, highlight points, and then you benefit from your time. You should not have any idle time. That's my number. That's number three. Benefit from our time. Don't have any idle time. Make sure you fill your time up. Wallahi, my brothers and sisters, when we when we have free time, if you're already a diligent person, what you should be doing? Wallahi, you're, you should be tingling inside. A diligent individual, when they see Subhanallah, I got a bunch of hours in front of me. I have nothing that is yani yulzimuni. There's nothing that is taking me, and I have to do it. I have a bunch of reality. You know what the diligent person is inside? Their heart is tingling. They feel so happy because you know I'm about to do this. I'm about to do that. I'm about to work out, right? I'm gonna do some push-ups. I'm gonna do some pull-ups. I'm gonna read this. I'm gonna memorize this Quran. I'm gonna call my family members. I'm gonna do certain rahim. I'm gonna go take a walk. I'm gonna go take a run. I'm about to fill this time up. You you become excited. Right? But the person who is not hadith, they're not there, they're like, oh, I got nothing to do, man. Oh, I'm about to relax. Put on Sports Center, put on Instagram, scroll, let the hours go by, we did nothing. No. Keep your time busy all the time. Number four. Number four, we're gonna do number four, number five. What was number one, real quick? Before we eat. Huh? Value your time. Number two. Early sleep, early rise, and benefit from your mornings. Benefit from your morning. Don't waste your mornings. Number three. Keep yourself busy with here. What's the speech of the Yam Shah? What he said. If you don't what? Yourself? Your, your soul? Huh? If you don't busy yourself with, if you don't busy yourself with, good, it will do what? It will beat you with what? Bounded, falsehood. Now, don't ever forget that. Allah has a help. Number four. Number four. Your companionship. We might speak about this tomorrow. With your companionship, right? Make sure you keep around you diligent people. Make sure you keep around you hardworking people. Make sure you keep around you people who are serious in their deen. Make sure you keep around people who are serious in their worldly life as well and not wasting time. Because the people around you are gonna rub off on you. If you keep around you lazy people who are not serious with their salah, they pray whenever they want. They're not serious in their worldly life, they do whatever they want whenever they want. That's going to rub upon you as well. So as the Prophet said, The individual will be upon the way of life of his close companion, so that every one of you pay close attention whom they took in as a close companion. Huh? Who's your companion? Because your companions are going to do what to you? What are they going to do to you? They're going to influence you. Good word. A good word. I was gonna say rub off you. That's a good word. Influence you. They will influence you. If your companions, they're diligent. 
They memorize the Quran. They're, they're making the salah on time. They're coming to the masjid. They're also beneficial or benefiting themselves in their worldly life. They're learning worldly knowledge. They're studying this. They have aspirations to get this. They're putting forth good for their soul and their self. It's going to rub off you too. Let's get it together. Let's do it, right? Now you like being around people who's hardworking? Let's do it. Let's do it, right? He start working. I'm going to work out too. You're in competition with him, right? But not the one who's like, man, you know what? Let's watch this game. Let's get the wings. Let's sit back. Right? Forget the dumps, man. You go to the, you always studying, bro. Right? You can always read. You know the game coming on tonight, man. Hang out. Don't go to the club. Nah. It's not good for you. You understand? So number four, which is very important, you want to benefit from your time? Be around people who are trying to benefit from their time and they're serious and they're dealing with dunya. Don't be around lazy people. Because naturally the nafs, it loves to be lazy. It loves to hang out. It loves to relax. Right? And you don't have time for that. And number five, which is probably the most important. Your cell phones. Listen to this. Listen to this. Want to take advantage of your time? Your cell phones. Make sure you're not wasting time with your cell phones. Because the most thing that we are wasting time today with is our cell phones. And I spoke about this. I mentioned the beginning of the lecture. What is your screen time? Your phone will let you know how much time you're wasting. Scrolling on this, looking at the highlights. How much time are you going to see the highlights? You don't watch the highlights a thousand times already. You know who can lay it up nice and who can shoot good already. You know already. It's going to be the same thing that it was yesterday. It's going to be the same thing today and the same thing tomorrow. Just different faces, different names, right? You're trying to see what's going on everywhere in the world. Why we need to know everybody's business? Why we need to know all the world news? You need to know everything that's going on. Are you a world leader? Are you a politician? You need to know everything that's going on. Yanni, in the world, so you got to go on your note, your newsfeed. I got to know everything that's going. On. I got to know all. The hot topics. You're wasting your day. Nobody's not going to do that. You're not a reporter, right? You're not a world leader that you need to know everything that's going on so you can solve the people's issues. Worry about yourself, right? Worry about yourself and benefiting yourself and developing yourself. Now, and if you cannot handle your cell phone and it's wasting your time, wasting your life, maybe you need to change your cell phone. Maybe you need to go off the internet. Maybe. Well, light the light of life. Some of us be on social media. Why are you on social media for? You giving dawah? Are you benefiting people a lot? Well, light the light of Allah is my witness. If I had no da'wah and I had no business, I wouldn't even go on this social media. And before I was given da'wah and I was like you, I didn't have no social media. Wallahi, I didn't even know who was on YouTube. Wallahi, the light of Allah. People start talking about YouTube celebrities and these do, do I, I didn't even know who they were. Wallahi, Allah is my witness. I didn't even know who they were. I didn't even know their names. All of them. Right? Because I would go sit in classes. I had books I was reading. And if I was online, I was going to certain websites to get benefits. That's it. I wasn't on I wasn't on Facebook, wala Twitter, wala Instagram, wala Asia, nothing, right? Only time I got that was when I saw, inshallah, maybe I can give that on it, and it can be a means of spreading that. But before that, I didn't even have it. So you guys, who the people are not looking for you, or you're not teaching anybody, maybe it's better for you to get off it. Wallahi, I know somebody, a young brother, may Allah bless him, reward him, and I've been speaking about him all summer, because Wallahi, he amazed me. He amazed me. I saw him, the brother had a Nokia phone. You know Nokia? Nokia, right? He born and raised here in America. He had a Nokia phone. And it was it was, it was the phone that you you press on the, the, the buttons, the press on the numbers, you understand? It wasn't even a, a smartphone where you just touch, touch screen. It wasn't a touch screen. Just press on the numbers. And it had a screen this big. It wasn't even like the full screen, you could see everything, right? Had no social media on it at, at all. I said, what happened? What happened? Why, you, why you change your phone? Why, why, why you get the Nokia? He said, well, I was spending way too much time on my old phone. And it was busying me. Right? It was busying me. So he took 
right? He took the correct step to be able to protect himself and protect his time and benefit from his time, right? So some of you have to do the same thing for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And wallahi, you're not losing anything. Don't think you're missing out on anything. You're not missing out on anything. And wallahi, you're going to feel so comfortable. Wallahi, sometimes I feel like throwing this thing away. Wallahi, tallahi, billahi. I feel like throwing it away and just living like how they lived in the past. No cell phone. If you, if you see me, you see when you see me. Wallahi, I feel like that sometimes. Right? So that is five means on how to benefit you from your time. Number one was what? Value your time. We gave two narrations of Hassan al-Basr. Who remembers at least one? Go ahead. Three days. Yesterday is fast. It's already done. Tomorrow, maybe you won't reach it. Today is for you, so work in it. What's your name? Number two, you mentioned what? Early sleep, right? And early rise, and we're doing what in that early rise? Benefiting from that time. Don't waste that time. It's a blessed time. What you can do in that time will have more barakah than any other time of the day. Number three? Always keep yourself busy. The Muslim, the movement has no idle time. There's no downtime. You're always busy yourself with some khair. For this dunya or akhirah. Number four? Companionship. Be around who? Diligent people. Don't be around ladies. I'm sorry. I don't want to break no friendships up. I don't want to break no friendships up. Right? But you have to be around diligent people, hardworking people. Number five? Your cell phone. Your cell phone. That's number one. That should be number one. That should be all we talked about today. Right? Inshallah, my brother Yusuf came and he gave me the sign that the food is ready, inshallah. He was trying to get me off. He cut the microphone off. He didn't want to cut it. He cut the microphone off. We so know you cut the microphone off. So it's time to eat, inshallah. May Allah bless the masjid. May Allah bless the imams of the masjid. May Allah bless the management of the masjid. Allahumma ameen. Barakallahu feekum. Assalamu alaikum.